0: You're listening to the First Gen Coach. I'm your host, Carla Santa Maria, a civic engagement professional turned mindset and career coach. As a first gen immigrant, college grad and corporate professional, I have experienced firsthand the many struggles and challenges that first-gen professional Latinas and women of color often face when navigating unfamiliar and unfriendly corporate environments. In this podcast, I will share insights for career success and will feature inspiring and successful first-gen women to share their journey and their stories. If you're ready to tap into a growing community of first-gen professionals, you've come to the right place. Gen friends, welcome back to the show. Today's episode is all about what to do before, during, and after a job interview. I am so excited because I... I love this. I love, love, love helping my clients prepare for interviews. And this is something that I've been doing even before I started my coaching practice this is something that I help my friends and my family do help get, you know, help get ready for job interviews. At the beginning of my business, when I was doing one of coaching calls, instead of my six month coaching package, it was also one of my favorite things to do. Just help get people ready for job interviews. So definitely I wanted to share sort of my process that I walk my clients through as they prepare for job interviews. And this is the process that I myself use when I'm getting ready for job interviews so that I can show up prepared and that I can show up and knock it out of the park and feel good about how I did in the interview. So let's get to it. The first thing you want to do is read the job description. And I want to get into that in just a little bit more. But before you start kind of like preparing for a job, a job interview, whatever you think that means. Just know that a lot of the preparation goes on in your mind. Like a lot of the preparation is you just thinking about, it's like, okay, what is going on? Like, what am I, like, what am I feeling? What am I experiencing what am i scared they're going to ask i've noticed that whenever folks are scared about something in particular is because this is like an insecurity that they don't know how to like talk about in a in a way that makes them feel confident and in the way that they're you know comfortable sharing their corporate story like for example you know and so they tend to have a lot of insecurities about that so a common one is you know like why do you want to leave your job and <laughs> There's a lot of reasons that we would say to our friends, why do you want to leave our jobs? That we're not necessarily going to say to a recruiter or to a hiring manager in a job interview. So, you know, if you want to leave your job because your boss is a bonehead, you probably don't want to say that in a job interview. You probably want to reframe it as... I'm looking for a different type of leadership, you know, or if you want to leave because, you know, you want to get more money, that's fine. You can say, I've outgrown my role and I'm looking for more competitive, uh, more competitive compensation for my experience and skill set. Like one thing to know about preparing for job interviews is that the more authentic and honest that you are, the better that you're going to feel about the job. Now I'm going to link, I've actually done, um, at least maybe like two episodes I'm preparing for job interviews, which is like, well, I can't believe I've only done two, but I'll include them in the show notes. One of them is, was a live coaching call that I did where I helped someone get ready for their job interview. And then the other one was a Q and A where folks submitted on Instagram, the like the tough interview questions. or the questions that they hate getting in job interviews. And so I kind of uh, break it down and go through them and help you answer those tough interview questions. So I'll definitely link both of those episodes in the show notes. So again, before you start getting ready for a job interview, just know that a lot of it is going to be like self-coaching. It's going to be preparing your mind. It's going to be like, okay, what is going on in my mind? What am I feeling? Why do I even want to interview for this job? And then that is how you prepare and show up. So let's, you know, so that's this is what I why I say before the interview because preparing for an interview, a lot of people think that it's just having like sample questions, for example, and that's not necessarily it. Uh, so one of my clients, the one I'm actually thinking about as I'm recording this episode, I'm recording this episode for them specifically, but you know, I know that everyone else is going to get so much out of it. Um, one of the things that the very first thing that we did. When it was time, you know, for the uh, to help them prepare for the job interview, is read the job description. So that is the first thing that you want to do as you get ready for your job interview. Uh, as you get ready for your job interview preparation, um, actually, I lied. That's the second thing. The first thing, and this might be uh, something that you haven't really heard before, because I personally haven't heard other coaches talk about this, but I think it's so important is you want to prepare a calm environment. So for me, I'm fortunate enough that I have a home office, like I work from home. And so I have my own little like desk area. So when I, when I get ready for job interviews, and what I mean is like preparing a calm environment is I light a scented candle um, I usually turn off my my overhead light because it's really bright. And while I normally love really good lighting, when I'm preparing for my job interview, I want a calm environment. So I'll turn on a scented candle. I'll turn off the lights. I'll, I'll turn in like a smaller lamp. So it's, you know, so I'm not obviously a pitch black darkness. Um, I also put on my friend, Dr. Norma Reyes's podcast. She, uh, her podcast is called the manifesting Latina. She used to, um, it used to be focused on manifesting your dream career. Now you all know, I don't necessarily believe in (laughs) dreaming of labor, but I do love, love, love her podcast. I think I'm going to have her on the show. Um, she's amazing anyway. So I actually have a playlist just of her affirmations, subliminal, uh, different, um, just different episodes that I, it's a playlist that I like to listen to as I get ready for job interviews. And this one in particular is instrumental music. Um, and so again so i put on my scented candle kind of like dim the lights listen to this you know like um calming music and then i kind of just meditate for a few minutes you can call it brain you can call it reflection whatever you want it's just like a like 5 minutes of just calming your mind you definitely want to create that calming environment as you get ready for this job interview and by the way I do this the night before. (laughs) I don't know if I have said that yet. Depending on the type of interview that it is or the type of role, I start, I do this either the night before or two nights before so that I have a chance to do it twice. So, very, very important when I'm talking about what you do before the interview, I do not mean you do this five minutes before the interview. This is definitely the night before you want to start creating a calming environment. Now, maybe you're not a scented candle person, you know, maybe you're an incense person, or maybe you're a, I don't know, a fabuloso person, like whatever it is, you really, when I talk about creating this calming environment, it is going to come into play during the interview, but just, you definitely want to engage as much of the senses as possible. So I told you all how I have the lights. I told you all what smell I use. And I told you all what my playlist is. Something else that you can do is you can have a specific tea that you drink. So maybe that's like your job interview prep uh, beverage or whatnot. You just want to create a calming environment. Um, Alternatively, you can create... Like you just want to find yourself in like an emotional state. For me, preparing for a job interview, I want to create that calming um, emotion. I am a very... High, high, highly emotional person. So I have high emotions all the time. I get really angry, really sad, really happy. Like for me, I need to like bring myself to like a calm, regulated state. But maybe you're somebody who is like kind of always already regulated and not quite as highly emotional. And what you want to do is get yourself pumped up. So if that's what you want to do and you have a specific playlist of like getting yourself pumped up, that is fine. As long as you have this preparation ritual, okay. So you need to get yourself into the state of mind that is going to help you prepare to prepare. It's going to help you get ready to prepare for the job interview. So for some folks like me, it might be creating a calming uh, presence. For other folks, it might be creating like a pumped up experience or an uh, you know, a sensory situation like getting just pumped up, and, pumped up and excited. All right, So that's the first thing you want to do. You want to get yourself into the right mindset. Um, so engage as many senses as possible, senses as possible, like scent, um, you know what I mean? Like music, etc. cetera. Um, all right. So that is how I'm like, all right, I am now going to start preparing for a job interview. This is the first thing that I do. And then what I do is I Read the job description. So this is what I mean. It's not actually the first step, um, even though I kind of said before that it was the first step. It's the second step. The first step is just getting yourself into the right mindset. So you got yourself into the right mindset. You got either your scented candle or your like playlist. For some reason, the only song that I can think of because I have like quite a few different pumped-up playlists, but the one that I keep on thinking of is Joan Jett's I love rock and roll. So. I don't know. Maybe you've got your <laughs> pumped up playlist, and you're listening to it, and then you're getting ready for, uh, you know, to to prepare for the job interview. You got yourself into the right mindset. That's step one. All right. Step two. This is when you read the job description, and you have to go line by line. It's really important that you go line by line because some job descriptions are really, really explicit. Like I've seen some job descriptions that say. We're looking for a onboarding program manager, and we are. And then under the job description, it's going to say something like we need someone to help onboard people and design their first year of learning like that is super 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 specific i've also seen a job description that was a, an erg program manager and that is a, an employee resource group and it talked about setting deliverables for the ergs it talked about planning events for the ergs it gave very very specific responsibilities and duties that you're going that the person in that job is going to be doing but I have also seen job descriptions that say, this person will manage various projects and programs. This person will plan, lead and evaluate different programs. And sometimes I look at those job descriptions and I'm like, what does that even mean? Like, I mean, obviously I know what it means. This person is going to manage different projects and programs, but what kind of projects and programs, what exactly is it that you're going to be doing? So this is why, reading the job description is the second step as you get, start getting ready. The second step is, you know, going line by line to figure out you actually have an idea of what your role is going to be. So an example that I like to use, like let's say you're applying for like an event manager job and, you know, the description says, this person will manage our strategic events and this person will be responsible for securing logistics this person will you know those are two you know very clear things so strategic events usually is like the large corporate events like think of well i mean for some again comic con think of a comic con you know or think of whatever, like if it's like association of pharmacists and then they have like their flagship event, that's usually what they call a strategic event. It's like the largest corporate events. And so that job description might have something that is super, super specific in the roles and responsibilities. But if it says something along the lines of, you know, like this person will support coordination of small, medium and large events. And it's like, okay, well, how many small, medium and large events? How many are small? How many are medium? Are these going to be in person? Are these going to be virtual? Are these going to be blended? Are these going to be internal? Are these going to be external? Like if you're reading the job description and you have so many questions, write write down all the questions. All right. But let's pretend that this is a job description that actually has things that it's like, you know, it has bullet points that are actually well-defined. One thing that you can do to prepare you to answer any potential interview questions is to write down for every single bullet point to write down how you have already done that in the past or what skills you can leverage to do that in the future. For example, if the job description says, this person will support client accounts through the entire life cycle it's like, okay, well, do you understand what that means? So let's say that you may not have had a role where you're working directly with clients or a client is usually defined as like an external party that is paying an internal party. But think about any job that you've had. Like if you were a teacher, for example, and you had to work with administrators, then those are internal clients, internal stakeholders. And it's like, all right, well, how have you worked with clients? Or let's say, for example, Um, that you were in higher ed and you were responsible for, you know, like managing vendors or whatnot. And, you know, you're working with the different members of the administration. Those are other types of internal clients that you may have used. And you can kind of draw on that experience. Now, remember, this is your preparation. This is not writing down a list of things that you're going to say to the job interviewer this is you grounding yourself in the knowledge that you can do the job. This is your internal prep document. You are grounding yourself in the knowledge that you can do the job. So you're going to go by into this job description and line by line say, okay, this is how I've done this. And then actually write out a story. It can either be in pen and paper Or it can be in a Word document. So actually, I used to say to people that they should print out the job description and write it in pen and paper, like and write by hand for every single bullet point. But I'm a millennial, like who even has a printer? I used to I used to ask my partner to print stuff at his office, you know, but now I'm like, okay. I'm not going to buy a printer and I'm not going to keep telling him to do this. So I just do it in a Word document now. Um, I also, by the way, have a notebook that I use just to prepare for job interviews. And I call it, you know, like interview prep, And then I write the date. So whether you're doing this on a Word document or a Google Doc or whatever, or whether you're doing this in pen and paper, just make sure that you are writing out how you've done it and that you kind of use the... Make sure that your bullet point has a beginning, middle, end. Like if you were to tell someone at the dinner table how you did it, that it has a beginning and a middle and an end, and you know, the story. The reason that I say this is that not only are you grounding yourself in the knowledge that you can do the job, you are also preparing responses. Because remember, a job interview is just an opportunity to see if this is the right fit. It is an opportunity for you to see if that company is the right fit and for the company to see if you can deliver the results they're looking for. So they're going to ask you for examples. And guess what? You're not going to have to scramble for examples because you just spent two days writing those out by hand or on a document or just like actively thinking about them and seeing them, uh, you know, and using the format like beginning, middle, end. Don't just say like, oh, yeah, one time I had this really annoying parent, but I had to learn to work with them. Okay, there's, that's, that only tells part of the story. You can talk about, well, one time you had a difficult parent because of X, Y, and Z, and how you learned to work with them, you know, show your skills, and then what was the result? So, again, I'm, now I'm getting a little bit ahead of your, myself because that's like what you do during the interview, but as you prepare for the interview, this is very important. Um, that you write out your stories. So you go bullet point by bullet point by every role and responsibility, and you write out how you've already done it or the transferable skills that you can leverage to do it in the future. Now, this is another time. So after you've read the job description, this is and you have all of your stories that you're like, all right, this is how how you can do this. You are just, Remember, this is an exercise where you are recalling all of the great things you've done in your career so that you can more easily recall them the next day when you have the job interview. This is also helping you ground, like sex is that before, helping you ground yourself in the knowledge that you can do the job. That way you are more calm and confident as the, um, that way you're more calm and confident when you actually get to the interview process. Now, Another thing that you want to do, and this is, if you have already done this earlier in your job application process, great, but if you haven't done it yet, you really want to look up the company. Like you need to look up the company, spend five to 10 minutes. If this is not a company that you are familiar with at all, spend five to 10 minutes, go on their LinkedIn, Google the company, uh, go on their LinkedIn, see if anybody's posting about it, go on you know, Google or your search engine of choice and search for news. If this is a publicly traded company, I usually go into the stocks app and check how much their stock is worth because hello, I definitely want to know how much the stock of a company is worth. Um, Let's see, by the way, not that I'm Altogether too familiar uh, with what to do with that information after the fact, but the the stock performance can tell you how the company has been doing, how long it has been public, and if it's not public, if it is privately owned, then let's you know check out check out what the news is saying. And by the way, you should do this um, for for every company, by the way, not just private companies, you know, see what's going on in the news. Uh, sometimes like you can see, Oh, their CEO left their Half of their VPs left. They laid off 15% of people or, you know, scandal after scandal. It's like, Oh, is that really a company you want to interview for, you know, or, Oh, this company is expanding or this company is donating however much money to whatever. All of that, just look it up. Spend 10 minutes making sure that you, A, understand what the company actually does, especially if you've never heard of it. Make sure that you understand what the company actually does. And B, get a at least one to two things that you can talk about that is going on in the company that just, you know, that is like publicly, like public information so that it shows what, that you know what you're talking about. By the way, it doesn't necessarily have to be something that you saw on the news. It can be something that they published on their blog or it can be something that they, you know, that they posted on their LinkedIn or it can be uh, their annual report or whatever it is. They have a lot, every large organization has has to have their information online so you definitely want to look at the company and now if you haven't done this before if you've already did it great then just spend two minutes refreshing your mind and as you are preparing for your interview write down the questions that come up so if the job let's say that you were reading the job description and the job itself the description itself was very very vague you can actually start asking the questions and it's like well. What kind of projects would this pr- would this person be working on in the first six months? Or you can ask them like, oh, can you can you say what was the biggest challenge? Like these are all questions that you can ask them that you maybe you gathered from reading the job description, um, or another one can be that you gathered from seeing the news. So for example, oh my god, forever ago, I interviewed at a company that. I think it was like a gold company or like a gold mining company and I was so completely like I was I was like what in the world like I I had heard about that job because somebody in a panel that I had spoken at um who had also been on the panel was in the hiring team anyway so I, I as I was going through this process and I was reading about this corporation I remember asking myself do I really want to work for a company that literally mines the world for its elements. Like that was like mining, like, do I want to work for a mining corporation? And so I had to figure this out and ask. And based on what I found, it's like, all right, this is a company that is mining. I asked them questions about their sustainability efforts. And I asked them questions about the safety of their employees and of the communities where they mine. So Based on what you learn about the company, even if, even if it's just something that it's like, yeah, this company does this, and you have questions about it, it is one hundred percent okay to ask the company or the to ask the hiring manager or the recruiter whatever questions you have about the company. All right, remember you are also interviewing them. By the way, that um that role that I interviewed for, it required travel to Latin America. <laughs> I remember that's actually why I applied. <laughs> Because it was like, ooh, I want to travel to Latin America. Um, but uh <laughs> I can't believe, oops. Anyway, whatever. We all have our reasons that we apply to places, okay? Um, but anyway, I remember like once I figured out that it was like a like a mining company, and I'm like, are they gonna send me to a gold mine? Like I I was just it was like breaking my brain. And so I asked them, hey, how do you ensure the safety of your employees as you tra- as they travel? And then they sh- they shared, you know, and that's actually something that I've asked at every single job interview that I've had ever since the onset of the pandemic. Like another time I interviewed at a company that was, I don't even know, I, I don't even actually remember. It was something about like construction adjacent. And this was the summer, I think of like the wildfires and the heat waves. And I was like, how do you ensure the safety of your contractors during these unprecedented times? (laughs) Anyway, so again, as you're preparing for the job interview and you've calmed your mind and you're reading the job description, and then you read about the company, you are now at the point where you get to uh, write down the questions that you have for them because it is very, very, very important that you have questions for them. If somebody says to me, if I'm interviewing for a role and I say, do you have any questions? And they say, no, that would be such a huge red flag. I would be so confused. I would be actually very suspicious. I'm like, why don't you have any questions? Like, are you just like, I, what do you mean? Like, do you not understand the the job? Like, how do you not have questions? And again, maybe actually no, It's, I I mean, yes, I am a naturally curious person, but no, that's not it. Asking questions is good practice in an interview. And by the way, I get asked all the time on Instagram. Oh, or even like in my workshops and webinars, what's a good question to ask at the end of a job interview? And every time I say, well, what do you want to know? What do you care about? And in all my, my calls with my clients where I'm helping them, prepare for this job interview at this point in the coaching process, they already know what their career values are. They already know what they want to know, what they're screening for in a job and before they even apply. So when they get to the interview, you can ask them, hey, what is, uh, can you give me an example of what work-life balance looks like at your organization? You know, because a lot of my clients obviously care about work-life balance because my whole thing is increase your salary without making your whole life about work. So If you don't know what questions to ask at a job interview, you need to ask yourself, what do you care about in your job? How do you know what to do or what you need from a job in order to be happy? And then ask about that. So definitely listen to the episode that I've linked. Um, And then also remember, if you still don't know what questions to, to ask, read the job description and read about the company and ask them those questions. All right. So. The first part, we are preparing what to do before an interview is prepare. So the first thing is get yourself into a state of mind that is going to help you prepare. Second thing, read the job description. Third thing is learn about the company and what it does. Fourth thing is write down the questions that you have. And as you've done the first, uh, and as you've read the job description, by the way, you're still going in there and writing by hand or in a doc using a story format, beginning, middle, end of how you are, you have demonstrated those skills and competencies in the past. Oh, speaking about skills and competencies, this is actually one of my favorite, favorite, favorite questions to ask. Um, And actually, I think I I have another episode of job interviews. I knew I had another one. I'll link that one too. This is what questions you should ask uh, during a job interview. So this is my favorite question to ask, by the way, it is always at the end of an interview with either a hiring manager or the recruiter or whatever, ask them, are there any skills or competencies that you were looking for that I haven't had the chance to address? Now, this question, first of all, gives you such, like it just makes such a good impression because it takes a lot of courage to ask that question and it it helps the hiring manager know that you are someone that likes clear communication and someone who's not afraid to ask for what they need or someone who is not afraid to make sure that they're being understood. So when you're asking them, are there any skills or competencies that you were looking for, for the person in this role that I haven't had the opportunity to speak to yet? Then you can speak to them. All right. You can speak about those opportunities. So maybe the the person on the other end of the interview can say something like, no, you know, I was looking for X, Y, or Z. And, and you've kind of showcased that. This is the opportunity to say, oh, yes. And then, you know, you, you know talk about it a little bit more, give them a, a, a bit more detail. Um, Another way that you can ask that, like if you feel that you're very confident and you have asked, you know, you have answered all of those, the skills and competencies, you can say, is there anything that I haven't addressed yet that may be giving you a hesitation before moving me to the next round, you know, or like, however you want to phrase it, but you're asking me, like, you're basically asking them, is there anything based on our conversation that would prevent you from moving me to the next round, I would love the opportunity to address that now. So again, you are making a great impression because you're making sure that you're heard and understood and that you are asking those clarifying questions. Communication is a key, key, key skill in like almost every single job. Okay, so no matter what you're interviewing for, being able to effectively communicate and showing that by the questions that you ask is going to give you a leg up. So once again... You know what job you're applying for. You know what skills you you have and that you bring to the table. You know what the company does. You have a few set of questions that you are going to ask the the hiring manager or the person interviewing you. All right. Another thing that you can do in this stage is to actually speak the words out loud. So when I am preparing for any public speaking function, including job interviews. I say the words out loud, y'all. I practice my introduction. Actually, for this episode, I had to record like three different introductions. I'm like, what is going on today? Usually, I just go in and I, 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 I hit record and, and I record the whole thing through. But for some reason today, it took me a, a second to get started. In job interviews, you want to have your introduction practice down pat. It's like, hi, my name is Carlos Santa Maria. So actually, as you all know, I'm a DEI. Uh, well. This is not what I say in job interviews, and I'm telling you, the podcast listener. As you all know, I'm a DEI professional. So when I am preparing for a job interview, I say, My name is Carlos Santa Maria. I have been, sorry, I'm like so out of breath. But again, uh, so I practice introducing myself. Hi, my name is Carlos Santa Maria. I uh, have been doing equity-based work for about 12 years in different capacities, blah, 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 blah. I make sure that I touch one or two things that are in the job description or in the job summary in my intro. Another way that I usually recommend my clients to introduce themselves, either at networking events or in job interviews, is to talk about like where you are in the present, where you have been in the past, and where you will go in the future. So let's see, I had a, a, uh, one of my clients, she was applying to this specific type of job and it was kind of um, like a pivot for her. So I, so we worked up, workshopped um, her intro for her to say, you know, like where she is now, how, like basically like her previous role and the common thing that she has been passionate about. And how she is pursuing that next opportunity based on this kind of recurring thread that has always been there. Because you want to show, you want to make sure that you showcase continuity. So even if you have embraced a nonlinear career path, which I tell everyone to do, by the way. You definitely want to showcase continuity, either like in your skills or your interests, Because again, one of the things that the people uh, who are interviewing for or screening for is to, they want to know, how does this job make sense for you? And that is actually a question that sometimes they will ask, you know, how does this job fit into your career trajectory? But if you have already said that in your job, I mean, in your like initial introduction, then you are again, way ahead of the game, and you are repeating and helping them remember how this job makes sense for you. All right, so that is one thing that you are practicing saying out loud, just your introduction. Another thing that you can do, and this is where, you know, like I sometimes do this with my clients when I'm preparing for a job interview on my own, I do this on, you know, chat GPT or I do this before chat GPT, I used to do this on Google. It's like sample interview questions for, and then insert job here. Like one of my very, very first clients, she was, uh, she was interviewing to be a nurse manager and it just so happened that I, I was working in healthcare. So I actually had, um, quite a bit of knowledge. I mean, I worked in HR and healthcare, so I kind of, I knew what kind of interview questions there were, but something that I did in addition to that, in order to prepare, to help her prepare, in order for me to prepare, to help her prepare for the interview was I, I also looked up sample job interview, job interview questions for nurse managers. So if you're listening to this and you're, let's say that you're applying to be an executive assistant. All right. So you can Google sample job interview questions for executive assistants. And that is 100% something that I recommend. Um, and you know, just pick like a few. And then based on the stories that you wrote, remember, based on the stories that you wrote, you're now going to practice out loud how you're going to answer. So practice out loud. Remember why I said in the beginning it's get yourself into a calm state, get yourself into a space where you can be, into a space that's going to be conductive to applying. So maybe. Maybe if you're someone who likes to go to a coffee house and prepare, uh, make sure that you give yourself a second location where you can prepare and you can say the stuff out loud if you're not comfortable talking to yourself in a coffee house. Uh, I mean, if you are, go for it, but whatever. It's all up to you. Just make sure that you're able to actually say the words out loud. I sometimes talk about the mistake that I made when I didn't negotiate my salary, like it kind of started to, but I like mumbled and the lady was like, do you accept? And I said, yes. Um, the reason that I know that that didn't go as I had envisioned is because I didn't practice saying it out loud. The next time around when I, at my next job offer, when I was able to negotiate a 20% uh, higher offer than what they originally offered, It was that I practice and I practice and I practice and I practice. Like I said it out loud so many times to myself, like at least 10 times. And it was so uncomfortable. I had never been made such a high offer and I had never had to practice negotiating that extent. So anyway, That is just one part of the preparation that I had to like say out loud, but all the other interview questions, I also have to practice to say out loud. So as you are preparing for your interview, make sure that you are answering these questions out loud. Like a common question, again, just to go down this like executive, you know, executive assistant position um, is, you know, like, can you tell me about a time that you had to work with a difficult executive, you know, because if you're an executive assistant, you're going to be working with executives. Well, Again, you go into your prep talk and you say that story out loud. And remember, the format of the story is beginning, middle, end. You give a little bit of context. You talk about what you did. And then you talk about how either what you learned and how it benefited the company or the organization. Because remember, when you are job interviewing, they don't actually care that much about you. As much as I hate to say it, they don't actually care that much about you. They care about whether or not you can do the job. I have said this so many times. I actually said it to a different client who was very, very nervous about her job. And it's what I I told her. And now what I'm going to tell you is that you actually only have two jobs. And as you're getting to a job interview, there's only really two things that they're screening for, two things that you have to showcase. You have to showcase A, that you can do the job and B, that you'd be somebody that's like great to work with. So when I say be as authentic or as transparent as possible, be yourself as much as possible, it's because you also want to know if the company would be a really good company to work with. You know, and if you're scared to ask about work-life balance, because what if they won't hire me, then it's like, well, then first of all, you, A, probably don't want to work there and B, that fear, that lack of you being yourself, that is going to, that's going to show up in your answers. It's going to show up in your body language. It's going to be like, you're going to be subtly uncomfortable And so again, just be as authentic and as transparent as possible. Remember, you're also interviewing them. So once again, and I realized that this is only like the first part, what to do before an interview. Initially, I thought I was going to talk about what to do before, during, and after a job interview, but this is uh, getting to be a little bit lengthy. So this is what you do before a job interview. I will do follow-up episodes on what to do during and after the interview so again to summarize before the interview as you prepare by the way you need to give yourself time to prepare i said in the beginning that you need to give yourself a day or two but if you haven't had a job interview in like four years or if this is like a really huge let's see if this is like a really big jump in your career or if this is like a wildly new industry or for whatever reason to maybe give yourself three days. This is another thing, by the way, when you, when people say, can you give um, an availability? The, the recruiter says like, oh, are you available during, you know, like what time in the next week or two do you have available? Give yourself enough time to prepare. Give yourself enough time to prepare, whether that is two days or three days, as much as you need to prepare. Um, Now, you definitely want to have like a middle ground between like, I don't want to be stressing about this. I just want to get it over with, or I actually want to prepare. Like I, whenever, you know, organizations ask me like, "Oh, when are you available? I give them like, all right, I, let's say today is Tuesday. And I'm like, all right, well, my earliest availability would be Thursday morning or Wednesday afternoon, if I can make some time Wednesday morning to prepare. But you definitely do want to prepare. Um, And then also... This is like what to do before and like day of, I mean, I'm sorry, before the day of the interview, the day of the actual interview, by the way, you want to recreate that state of calm. You want to light the same scented candle. You want to maybe put on the same perfume. I actually, um, I recently realized, I was talking to a friend about this and I recently realized that. Like the entirety of my 20s, I wore the same blue dress to like all of my job interviews for, let's see, like I remember like when I was applying to my first job at the University of Miami and then when I applied to a different job at the University of Miami, when I finished my graduate degree and I applied to a job at Miami Dade College, like I wore the exact same blue dress with the exact same pearls that I got on Black Friday, like when I was like 20 years old. I just, I had a job interview outfit that I loved, that I felt powerful in, that I felt fantastic and that I felt confident. And that is super important. Like show up however it is that you feel most confident. You don't want to be like fidgeting with your clothes. You don't want to be wearing something for the first time in a job interview. Just like, you know, like if you're running a marathon, you don't want to wear brand new shoes for the first time on your marathon. You definitely want to do it, want to recreate as much as possible I want to make sure that you are confident. So, you know, that was like in my twenties. Now I actually have this perfume. It's like my favorite perfume and I wear it for every single job interview. And like my job interviews are on zoom. Okay. Like let's, let's talk about how my job interviews are on zoom, but I still put on perfume Because it makes me feel powerful. Like it makes me feel confident. So, whatever it is, like get yourself into the position of, like, get yourself into the state of mind to go in, be calm and be confident as you prepare for your job interview. And you can do this by recreating the the recreating the calming presence that you did as much as possible Um, another thing like let's say that you are driving to a place for the first time give yourself plenty of time I mean I'm in you know South Florida people talk joke about Miami time it is not cute to be late it is just so rude so 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 rude give yourself plenty of time to get there to park remember every single interaction that you have is a professional interaction like First of all, don't be rude in general, but also like don't be rude as you're getting ready. Like don't be rude to the parking attendant. Don't be rude to, I mean, I feel like, again, (laughs) don't be rude is just like a really good life motto. (laughs) Don't be rude to random service workers on call for. But also, especially like as you're going to a job interview, every single person that you interact with might be part of the interview panel. Every single person that you interact with is part of the interview. Just think about it that way. Um, Okay. So... To wrap up, and <laughs> feel like, I don't know, I feel like I'm coming down with a cold. Sorry about that. Hopefully, I'm not too breathy in this episode. But to prepare for a job interview the day before or two days before, depending on your level of familiarity with this type of interview, you are going to create a calming environment or an environment that is going to make you feel most comfortable. So for me, that's calming for you. That might also be getting excited or pumped up. You can light some incense or a scented candle, you know, meditate or, you know, do jumping jacks, do that superhero post, like whatever it is that makes you be in that state of mind that makes you feel either powerful or calm and confident. However you want to feel, get yourself into that state of mind, sit down and write down, you know, open the job description and start writing down all of the ways in which you can do the job, and then read about the company and write down the questions that you have for them, all right? Then practice. Then Google, do either a quick Google or a chat GPT, what are possible interview questions for, you know, and then you enter your role, and then you practice saying those things out loud. You, you use the story format, beginning, middle, end, all right? And then, You, you kind of, you know, as long as you, you're, you're preparing this, you're saying this out loud, and then you are, um, you're kind of wrapping up your prep time. Then when the day of the interview, you're recreating that confidence as much as possible. You are dressed in a way that you are comfortable. I usually go on like the business casual side, um, of things, especially like if it's depending on the industry, like if you're in a super, super, Rigid formal industry than dress formally. But for me, I'm in kind of a very casual industry. So that's why I just go on the business casual side. Um, But again, do get ready how you are comfortable getting ready, like in terms of like clothes, what you want to wear, how you want to have your hair, just, you know, like how you just again, whatever makes you feel good in terms of your appearance, because you do not want to be worried about your appearance you want to be confident and you want to remember that you're just there to see if it's a good fit you are interviewing them as much as they're interviewing you and that you only have to show two things one that you can do the job and be that you're a cool person to work with because guess what you are so they would be fools not to hire you so that is all for today if you have taken anything it would mean so, so much to me if you could leave a review on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, or if you could share with your friends or share it on your story and tag me at Carla the First Gen Coach. And hopefully whatever this random cold that I'm coming down with didn't uh, distract too much. But just let me know what you thought about today's episode. And I will see you next time with what to do during and after the interview. Bye-bye. Before we wrap up today, I want to remind you to download your free resume template and guide. This resume template is designed to help first-gen professionals like you showcase your strengths, your leadership experience, and tell a powerful story. So if you are ready to make bold career moves, download your free resume template and guide at thefirstgencoach.com resume.